Yo, what's up, guys? What's PS4080, period six, episode trace. Arguably the best episode we've done yet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easily the best episode that we've done yet. Yeah. I, I don't... We're just starting it, and I can already tell by the vibe. I'm, I have a feeling about this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the, the word of the week is vibe. Um, and with along with every week. I mean, that's just our lives. Yeah. Uh, but as always, sixth period, it's me, James. Yo, it's Brian. And you lovely folks on this evening, morning, afternoon, whenever the hell you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how was your week? It was pretty good, man. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I've seen a couple good shows. I went out with some college friends, and that's yeah. always fun. Yeah. Drank. Yeah. And yourself? It's chill. Um, yeah, we went to see Ari Lennox last night, which is the first time for you. Yeah, that she's amazing. Highly, yeah. highly suggest. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Yingling this today, and it's still just yeah. Well, Iva was great. On my commute, it was great. Like, I have no complaints about that. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. I just I'm so excited for her to get bigger, and I don't know what Dreamville's plan is as far as pushing her, what her next project's gonna look like when it's dropping, but. When she starts touring with a live band, mm-hmm. I think, because she already has a good self of presence, a stage presence. Mm-hmm. So when she gets to, to play with the band, I think it's going to get even just better. You know, it's actually kind of funny because the, the woman who opened for her actually had uh, at least a guitarist and a bassist. Mm-hmm. And I think she might have had a drummer, but I don't remember seeing it. I think she might just have a DJ and okay. like an actual drummer. And she was great too. Yeah, yeah. But when Ari came out and you just saw the, like the power in this like you know stage presence and everything like that yeah. there was no like you there's always this thing that uh, young singers do where they kind of like they'll laugh at like because they're so nervous they'll try to like you know make jokes yeah, yeah, there's yeah. none of that like Ari went out there she knew what she was doing she was great she was charismatic yeah. I'm not saying that she wasn't funny right. but like she just had like a stage presence that was already felt like it was seasoned mm-hmm. and I would have assumed that she would come out with a band yeah. and that the fact that she didn't come out with a band and she was that great last night yeah it, it makes me extremely excited yeah. and I, I, do, I do trust Greenville this time yeah, yeah I hope so um, I remember seeing her I think maybe two years ago at a smaller it was just like a it was like a weird showcase just for like a bunch of label people were invited to um, and she performed and you could tell she was nervous then like definitely way bigger improvement seeing her live last night but she was like more kind of shy i guess on stage and that was visible and it's like it's cool to see her overcome that i guess she's just way more comfortable on stage she knows yeah. she's a goofball yeah. she plays to that and she's she's really good i, I highly suggest ari lennox uh, yeah we'll, we'll put like her stuff in the description but yeah i suggest it anything else you did this week uh what else did i do this week not much man yeah pretty lame mm-hmm. this is the first week in a while that you didn't go up to rock yeah in a while yeah yeah so, so much family shit bro yeah <laughs> i don't want these people twisted i'm like from upstate or some shit either <laughs> Rockland has always been, and it remains, not upstate. All right? It's 45 yeah. minutes away. There's a whole state, guys, up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we don't know it. No. We haven't been up there either. Yeah. You know? If you guys go, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Send me us an email. Seeing. I have friends out in Syracuse. That's the furthest north. I think, oh, well, yeah. That's upstate. Yeah. <laughs> That's upstate. That is very that upstate. Yeah. We have people in Rochester. We yeah. have homies in Rochester. I don't so. think people realize it takes, like, what, four or five hours to drive uh-huh. through New York to no. Niagara or whatever? To get to Niagara, it takes long. It takes like, longer. I think it takes like six to eight hours. Yeah, it's, to get to Buffalo, it takes eight hours. I live a sixth of that distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Yeah, Simple math. Upstate. If you see cows, you're in upstate. All right. If you see cows, right. you are upstate. 
There yeah. were no cows in, in Rockland County. No, there's some horses that are owned by rich people, rich Jewish people. But dude, you can see that you see that in, in Manhattan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean Scarsdale, you can see that everywhere. Yeah. This ep- this this show is actually just turning into an explanation of <laughs> where I live. This is cathartic for us. And, you know, yeah. we're just getting it off our chest right now before the haters come in and say, Oh, those two Rockland kids making a podcast. Yes, we're both from Rockland, but no, we're not from upstate. I'm sure we've lost respect in the name. all of our listeners at this point now. <laughs> um, anyway, right. so on to some shit, other shit that happened that yeah, didn't getting, involve us. Yeah, getting, getting back to what we are known to talk about, yeah. which is geography. Yeah. Okay, so let's, I want to talk about Virgil Abloh mm-hmm. uh, becoming a designer at Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Because this got celebrated like we just extended Black History Month. Everyone on social media is going crazy for this shit. Really? Yes. See, Everyone I, that I saw. I saw a lot of I saw a lot of people doing the same thing that you're just talking about, yeah. where people were like, "Oh my God!" If you look at Virgil Abloh's career in fashion, he pretty much like Jay Z, like Dame Dash his way, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Just, just adapted and just gave people bits and pieces of what they wanted, and he just found out what was cool and just kept going with that. And I saw other people just like, "Yo, Virgil Abloh is the most like corny fucking designer." Really? Yeah, I saw people both. bashing his shit. Yeah, I honestly, it wasn't until the Nike collab. Did I ever see people not bash his shit? Like off white, anytime I see it, it's always taught like it's always described in like some like those circles, like yeah. it's like a fashion student's like first year shit. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, I mean I don't know much objective opinion on, on his style. I was never really into his shit. But I'm just talking about like the gravity of it at least, like the move to El- to Louis Vuitton. Has this not happened before? Not that I know of. Yeah. Is this really just like one of the first for yeah. like a fashion house like that to bring on a black, such a visible black? Yeah, and to, and to such a level that he's at. He's what the creative black person. Sorry, I didn't finish that thought. <laughs> that just sounded weird. You know what? I think you're racist. A black? Yes. <laughs> I think you're racist. I Not as racist anything. as Ninja. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my god. But uh, yeah. So this is the first time I think in recent memory yeah. that somebody's done this. Yeah, I, there's other did, black major designers though. Did but, Kanye when he said he just studied there? Because he was talking about he worked for a lot of different. He was like a consultant, I think. Right, he wasn't so much like he a designer. You know, yeah, yeah. No, he okay. wasn't like on like staff payroll. You yeah, know what I'm saying, which is kind of crazy though. This is kind of crazy. I'm just curious, I guess, because they're both very monogram. Sometimes, like not even really off white shit. So like what, I'm just curious what it's going to look like. Is it going to be stuff that I would want to wear? Because I like Louis Vuitton shit now. Well, I, I hope Off-White is, was known for their deconstruction ideas, right? Yeah. You know, you take an idea. It's very hip-hop. Yeah, well, no, no, not even, yeah, it is. In but it's also kind of in the zeitgeist right now. You have all these food, like foodies doing deconstructed meals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You eat green tea foam and stuff, you know, all that kind of craziness. Yeah. That's kind of the same wave that he was on. That sounds so unappetizing. Yeah, it does, foam. but apparently the best restaurant in the world is doing this shit. And it's yeah. supposed to be really fucking good, so, I mean, I don't know. But, um... Go to the fucking Rocco and get that for, for free. <laughs> Whole mouthful of that shit. So... Probably tastes better. It definitely will. But apparently, oh, it tastes way worse. <laughs> apparently, what 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 this is is that, you know, he took like the Nike like Jordan one and deconstructed it to like where it was the leathers yeah, out yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It says where it's like oh connect here and stuff like that. So that's kind of his wave. Now I want to know if he's gonna continue on that wave when he right. goes to Louis Vuitton because if you deconstruct like that kind of sounds a little intriguing the deconstruction of Louis Vuitton stuff. Yeah, but. 
I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly have... I would be surprised if he did something totally different. I think because, he's going to have to. Louis Vuitton is a name that you can't fuck up. Right. No, I mean, that's just his nature, too. Because I feel like I remember reading some interview that he did with the magazine, how he likes starting different brands that do different... That allow him... To, it's like kind of how like DJs and producers have different names for different sounds of music they make. Like, he started Pyrex, and Pyrex is a very uniform look to it. And then he said he wanted to start Off-White, which is something more basic. So I'm assuming he's going to do something totally different with LV. I mean, he's going to... Like, I, I'm... Like, no joke. He's going to have to. Because yeah. LV is not going to be out here yeah. looking like somebody else. You know? That's Even true. though their shoes look like every other silhouette, yeah. they're not going to be out here looking like everybody else. Um, and men's fashion, even though... Um, it is competitive because it's just fashion and fashion is competitive by nature. Yeah. It's not as, you know, crazy as female fa- uh, fashion or women's designers. Right. Um, you know, they, uh, for some reason, I feel like that side of fashion is always like a little bit more intense and more competitive. I mean, also there's less you can do with men. Yeah. You need that's pants, true. Shirt. Yeah. Suit jacket. Like, Oh my goodness. I remember crazy. one of my friends, Ryan, you know, Ryan. Yeah. He was, I remember him telling me this, and this is, I think I knew when we were at a good point in our friendship where we, we like, trust each other with certain things. And I didn't he was, world. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ryan. Yeah. And um, he was just telling me in college, I think it was our freshman year, like, he was just so jealous of girls because their options of clothing were just so much more vast than men's. It is. Accessories-wise. And he was just, like, breaking it down for me. Like, you know what? You have a really good point. It's just confusing me, how me, much it bothers you. I mean, I think is he would... Kanye would agree with him. I mean, look, right. look when, no, they, yeah, when they came sure. out with the Celts, it makes sense. People yeah. were just like, "Nah, we're off that wave immediately." Yeah, like, there's no chance of this even trying. Yeah, um, you know, you don't see dudes wearing, you know, the Afghan garbs outside of yeah. Afropunk. Um, you don't really see dudes wearing anything that isn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you just shirt. if you think about us as a as a culture moving forward, like women, like both men and women, probably have very strict ideas of what they could wear. Mm-hmm. But then for women, once they started fighting for equality and got there, they're like, we can also wear men's shit. Yeah. <laughs> but men were never like, no, we, we also want to step down and wear women's shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just I, never that mentality. I want to wear eight-inch pumps. Yeah. I've never heard, yeah. like, I've never been sitting around with the homies and someone's been like, you know what? I want eight-inch pumps. But th- th- there are men that do. Right. And I think now it's going to, it's become a more accepted. Right. Mm, I guess in New York it's becoming more accepted. Uh, I don't know about middle America. Yeah. But, you know. We might get there eventually. I mean, it's... Yeah. Mm. Um, free Bobby Shmurda. Just want to throw that out there. Straight up. Free Bobby Shmurda. Always. Every episode. Every time. Uh, just because we have to remember the greats. We have to remember the people that paved the way for us. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Shmurda, what is he if he's not those two things? And the first listener who marks this, or, you know, comments at what time this every Bobby Shmurda moment happens, yeah. you get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but you do get to have the satisfaction of knowing you did work yes for and we we kind of appreciate that yeah we'll buy you a coffee in 20 years the same time we get fair. logic's ex-wife up here we'll yeah bring you up yeah. As well. yeah 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 well, if you get her i mean <laughs> that just helps your case um but yeah i mean he's not gonna be the only person that we're gonna be yelling free for oh, yeah. a long time as uh apparently dmx and not even apparently it's very much pub, of, of public record yes. that DMX is now headed back to prison yep. um, for at least a year yep. uh, due to tax evasion, which kind of seems really fucked up because he was in prison for a long time. I don't know what year he started evading taxes. Yeah. 
but there was a while where everybody knew where he was. This is true. So it's a little confusing. Yeah. Uh, definitely unfortunate. Yeah. Um, does he? Do you think DMX would do? <laughs> now I'm just thinking about whatever jail he goes to. Like Riker's, like if the uh, warden or closing. He it's not closed yet, or he wouldn't go there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he just like if the warden or whoever like asked him to perform for like the prison, <laughs> and if he would say yes or no. Dude, could you imagine if he had a Johnny Cash live from Folsom like uh, right, prison? Right, right. Like, like, Yo, if, if MTV moments. unplugged were to come back, oh, and he, that would be the first episode. Bro, and he's sitting there playing an acoustic guitar. <laughs> like, when did DMX learn how to play the guitar? <laughs> Lighting is so good. Oh man. No, but did you? Uh, okay, so this whole thing we've we've known about this trial for a while. And it came out last weekend that, or last week, that his uh, attorneys were probably some of the most incompetent people in the world because they wanted to play a DMX song. Yeah, this is just tired for, yeah. During the trial. Yeah. On paper, okay. But also on paper, yes, that sounds very not helpful for your, your client's case. Yeah. But the song, you know, is a fair song to play to explain. It's an interesting way to show a point that this lawyer is probably trying to make. That DMX has gone through some shit. If this would have, if this would have worked, yeah. right? I don't know if you guys remember this, but about three to four years ago in New Jersey, there was a case to not have this kid's lyrics used against him oh, in yeah. court. Yeah, that's the president now. Right? Yeah, that is the president. Yeah, you're not supposed to use people's lyrics against them in court. Now, if DMX, if that would have worked for DMX, oh, yeah. that destroys that precedent. Yeah, and half of Chicago now has to go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> like it's gonna be crazy. Like you know, that's wait, I, but wasn't it? In Tay-K's case, then his music was used against him, though? No, Tay-K's case, it was the actual fucking gun that they had his fingerprints Oh, okay. But I thought right. they also used this music as evidence. Probably, they probably used that as a... Yeah, they probably did. Yeah. And they, normally that would get like, thrown off. But Tay-K... Oh, I see. Which is... I've been listening to a shit ton of Tay-K this week. Okay. So I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to blow up my own spot Got it. right now. But yeah, Tay-K... Um, Tay-K gave zero fucks about like yeah, yeah. not getting caught. I mean, he is... My favorite song that's not one of the big singles is I Love My Glock. And <laughs> he freaking talks about how much he loves shitty people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not a surprise. I, I would have. Fuck yeah, I would have been yeah, yeah. some lyrics against him. But again, I'm not a heartless. Yeah. Uh, I just, it's just, I wanted to see, I wish someone on Twitter captured a clip of them like listening to it in court. Everyone's just quiet. And I wish there was like one tear scrolling down DMX's face. Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. If he just got up and just like yeah. Black Panther fist in the air. And he's like, yo, that's a tight song. Like after it's like, yo, I killed that shit. Yo, March for Our Lives, fam. March for Our Lives. Think about the children, man. Oh my god. Think about the children. Uh, we should not be allowed in court. I mean, um, I I I, I'm glad that we are. Yeah, flip uh flip that onto some some better news. Um, Donald Glover continually winning. Dude, I uh, don't know. If there, has there been anybody that's had a stretch of years like Donald Glover's had? I mean, I'm maybe. sure there were. I mean, like, probably. Julius Caesar, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Up he was there, going around banging chicks and yeah. fucking taking over. You know, yeah. like all. Would I like would that. I watch something that he wrote? Probably not. Mm, probably not. No, yeah, no. but William Shakespeare is pretty good. Mm -hmm. yeah, but it is Shakespeare. Uh, but yeah. Dude, that, that was probably the lamest joke I've ever said in my life. But William Shakespeare is just pretty good. <laughs> I'm like thinking and thinking about it now. I'm just like, man, I'm Let's ashamed. Let's let that one simmer a little bit. I'm ashamed of where that joke went. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, this Deadpool script. 
I want to know if that was part of the real script. Oh, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, I, I think he wrote. This is that. just he just out of nowhere, like because he yeah. saw how much attention it was getting. Yeah, I, honestly, I I heard that the reason it was canceled wasn't even because it was bad. Yeah, or it wasn't because it was like you know like a black you know whole cast and everything. The reason I heard that it cut was because of who owns the rights to Deadpool. Yeah, the or well, their production version of Deadpool. Like Marvel's whole universe was in chaos for such a long time because. Right. Sony owned a good amount of the superhero. They he they owned Spider Man and the Fantastic Four. Right. Fox owned I think Deadpool and like a, like the X Men, and then and technically I think Deadpool is a part of X Men. So yeah, yeah. Counts as that. And then Marvel only owned the people that they had in the Marvel Cinematic Universe until like last year. Uh -huh. But then Disney went on a crazy buying spree that started with Marvel. Yeah, they bought Marvel. Yeah. They bought Marvel and then they bought Sony or they bought they no they bought Fox. So now they have right, they have X Men and everything like that, and they also own FX. But the problem is that there was something to do with they don't get the rights until after the deal is completely finalized and like the last payment's been made or something of that nature, okay. and that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So now FX doesn't want to start a new program using Marvel's rights uh -huh. until they know exactly where everything stands. So that's why it was canceled. I heard that there's a possibility of it coming back. But I feel like why is it's not like that was a surprise that that was going to happen. They shouldn't well, have known this before. It was a surprise that Donald Glover was getting another show. That yeah. was going to be an animated Deadpool show. Like, did you know about Deadpool animated? Like, two yeah, years yeah, ago? yeah. Or like a year ago? Okay. Like, I think that was kind of the shocker. And also, the FX, like, FX is owned by Fox, right? I'm not going crazy. Or is yeah, it I think it is. Okay, so yeah, if FX got bought almost like six months ago, right? So it wasn't like they, they had it for a long time. So. That's like one of the reasons. It, it could possibly be because Donald Glover was just being too black with it, but I don't think that's it. Because Marvel right now is probably like willing to do whatever it takes to get more black into Marvel. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Black Panther moment right now. We're going like black exploitation films mm. and like how there's going to be huge, hopefully, interest in like the black market. Well, I mean, there's going to be a huge. There's always an interest in the black market. The problem is, is, is there the respect? given to the black market. Yeah. I think that's the difference between like black exploitation and what can happen now. Even though there's great directors that were given shots through black exploitation. Yeah, the difference you know, now is like the, there's more black people with money. Exactly. Well, that and there's also more respect in white America or at least in major cinema that black people could actually do things. And that's oh, you mean like the recognition for like awards exactly, and shit? Exactly, like Martin De Pebbles, you know, a, yeah. uh, what's her name? Ava. Duvernay? You know, I, 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 I butcher her last yeah. name all the time. But I'm a big fan of okay. hers. You know, from television on, I mean, you know, you see the the craziness that happened with the woman who wrote Grey's Anatomy, uh, Donda Rhymes, or just Rhymes, I think her last name is. Okay. She did Grey's Anatomy, then she did the one with, um, oh, fuck, what's that one that everybody loved, the political one, where she was like the secretary to the president or something like that. Madam Secretary? No, no, it was, it was, it was a black woman that was like, uh, no idea. dude, it was like the biggest thing. And then she okay. also did, it was the one that came before uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Okay. Like she was just on a roll. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think you know people like all those people that have done that and people from the sixties, seventies, have built to the point where now like black uh, directors, producers, and stuff like that are given a little bit more of a chance. Yeah. Um, and if my, all weren't minorities, I mean, still we still have ways to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the most like optimistic description yeah. you'll hear about this. It's but, cool that it's happening though. Yeah, and I'm happy that's happening. You know? Yeah. Meanwhile, Asians only have 88 rising right now. Yeah. <laughs> and New Yorker gave you guys a gave 88 rising a, uh, a feature. It's just that. unfortunate to me, man. Like, 
I just heard not so great things about them. And if they're really just the face of Asian culture right now in America or really internationally, like that's just sad. I don't think they are. I think they're mostly the face of like, I guess, Asian America because in America, I would say so. Yeah. I don't, I've, when it came out, I was reading a lot of people's think pieces about that, which yeah. because it was very interesting because it was about hip hop and, you know, it's not a black centric thing. Like, yeah. You know, that's very rare. Yeah. Um, and I think some of the arguments that were against them were really fairly strong. I mean, they only really do Southeast Asia, and they are claiming all of Asia, which you know is the biggest continent, or well, second biggest continent. Yeah. Or, and, I don't. Yeah. Or third biggest because Antarctica counts. But um, they're doing that. But also, just even the people they do highlight, they don't really highlight the entire complete scene. Like you know, Korea is not being fully represented. Yeah, but I mean, you can't and, also blame them for that. That's just because they're also labeled at the end of the day. They can't sign everyone. No, that's a good point, and I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Like the, yeah. both the arguments are good, but at the same time, when people are labeling them as the face of Asian yeah. hip hop, it's it's, it's everyone's just lack of knowledge about other shit, or like there really isn't a better real representation that you would even want to point to. It's just. Yeah. They're just all they're left with is that. So uh, I yeah. mean, it has its faults, they, obviously. They have dumbfounded. Like, yeah. So and I think like he's probably like well, one of the strongest. He has his own deal now. I think he has like his own company that he, Does he? management company that he oh. just started. Born Citizen. Yo. Okay. Yeah. With with Year of the Ox. Oh no shit. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they moved out to L.A. because they're all like oh. in L.A. together now. Oh, okay, dope. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's more. Just yeah, more, yeah. man. Whatever happens. So there's you, that. Wasn't it, what didn't you uh interview the dude from Mountain Brothers, the producer? Oh yeah. What is he up to? Do yeah, you know? yeah. Um I don't know if he's I feel like he's been steady doing placements. Yo, guys, this is like random shout out, but if you ever get the chance, these guys from Philly, they were from Philly like ninety six. Uh they, they were dope. contemporaries with uh the roots and stuff like that. Like they went to jams and shit. The Mountain Brothers, they're great. Their first album is so good. Listen to this, uh, a track called Paper Chase. Great song. Um, they're like East Coast Souls of Mischief, kind of. Yeah, dude. Me. Very laid-back yeah. vibes, bro. Yeah. Very laid-back vibe. Like, they're like basically one of the first Asian-American like hip-hop groups to like be respected. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or yeah. even the very first. I don't think anybody came. I can't remember. I, I'm sure there might have been some like dude in like Houston that was fucking damaged yeah. it up. Yeah. You know? But I, I don't know. You know what I'd also be really interested in? I don't know why that just reminded me of this, but like the Filipino hip hop scene in LA. Because I feel like there there's something there. There there are like stories that need to be told. Because I feel like Babu's been around forever. Yeah. Um, there's like another DJ that's like part of the Beat Junkies that's Filipino. Like he probably. There's probably a whole scene that Q-Bert? he knows about. No, not Qbert. I mean, he's... Is he from L.A. originally? I don't think so. I think he's from L.A. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, he probably has a whole bunch of stories. But um, um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully that story gets told one day. It needs to. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested in there's that. There's a whole bunch of like... Un- like I, I really wish there was like a documentary that talked about the birth of hip-hop, but mm-hmm. from like the Latin American uh, perspective, mm-hmm. because... Like, it's always kind of said, kind of like, as an aside, like, oh, the black and brown teens in, yeah. you know, the South Bronx. It's almost like we don't really, like, talk about, I mean, the rundown or the get, the down, get down. The get down did have, you know, a uh, Hispanic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of other, yeah, voices was, in hip-hop. That exactly, that really... just have never really gotten a chance to speak out, and I, I hope they do. And every time I think about stuff like that, it bothers me because it's almost... I don't know if this is the actual case, but it's like you almost have to like fight for one instead of just trying to like 
for the chance that that one gets told instead yeah. of like all of them so like we all want to make sure like the black one gets told yeah. first and then like maybe the asian yeah. one next you know what i mean like yeah. we can't have all that at once it is it's, i don't know if it's if i don't think it's us doing that i think it's almost the people that we're the audience that we're trying to get through you know what i'm saying i think it's more like if we try to tell people like in 1996 in philadelphia there was two great groups that came out one was black one was asian they literally yeah. blow their fucking minds yeah especially in 96 right just like they want to be able to understand that yeah and i think like you know majority of uh hip-hop fans aren't like us like you know they aren't minorities necessarily so where I, where I can see like i can see everybody else like other minorities and be like oh there's a common sense of understanding of what being a minority is yeah and i can understand your struggle like right off the top yeah i don't need you to ex- fully explain anything right. i just understand that there's a struggle that's not the same for like majority of the hip hop listeners, and that's why it's so rough. Like I feel like there's probably been tons hip hop listeners, as in like now hip hop is pop music listeners. Yeah, in 2018, yeah. 2018, even then 97. Yeah. People couldn't even couldn't wrap their heads around there being a, a third coast. Yeah, yeah. Let alone they were just like we just got into this West Coast shit. Now you tell me there's another foot. You no. Know? So I don't know. I th- I think it's tough. I, it's rough because at the same time I'm also black, so it's like kind of want us to get our due you, oh, know what I'm you know what I'm saying so it's like I get that you know but I, I'm not trying to be like super like no it's us or nobody else right right you know? I don't want to be a gatekeeper which is the worst thing to be in the world yeah I haven't met many people like that that'd be weird what gatekeepers no just like black people who are like we I don't I guess that, that just like only need only care about their their struggle yeah yeah they're out there and I've, yeah. I've definitely met yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not so much that they only care about their struggle because like they don't they can't empathize with anybody it's more yeah. like they only care about their struggle because their struggle I'm sure they have yeah <laughs> some reasons yeah, yeah. yeah. alright well let's talk about uh, hold talk. on hold on we have to before we end this episode yeah. Euro appreciation moment <laughs> I need to start this and carry it through okay Maybe. the reason the reason why this, this might seem abrupt to you guys is because he tried to do this last week. Yes. Forgot to do it last yes, week. Yes, and I almost forgot again. And he just saw it. Okay. Take it away. So Euro is this rapper signed to Young Money Cash Money business, Young Moolah Baby. And he, to my knowledge, hasn't dropped a full project through the label. Now, he may have had projects beforehand and they took them down. I, I can't find them. Every time I hear him on a compilation project, a Wayne song, he fucking kills that shit. So, I just wanted to take a moment out of this episode to tell everyone to go listen to Euro and fucking tweet at YMCMB and Lil Wayne and Birdman and all them. Be like, yo, where's this Euro album at? Because, where this Euro album at? Um, where's this Euro album at? Exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to get that off my chest. Probably have to do this again next week. I mean, we're going to do this until this Euro album. Yeah. And then we're going to premiere it. Yes. We are going to premiere that shit. <laughs> Um, but there's some, if you know Brian, you also know he's a big, big fan of just Young Money in general, but the big timers as well. And the big timers for the first time in what, how long has it been, bro? Yo, it's gotta be since like 20 something, early 2000s. Yeah, I would think the last one that Over had, 10 uh, years. Is, Maybe. is the last album the one that had, um, Still Fly, or how, yeah, Still Fly? Was Let's it the last one? see. 2003 was her last album. Okay, so for the first time since 2003, Manny Fresh and Birdman have gone together. Yeah. And they have released a new song 
And I can tell you that it's much better than fucking Get Lit. <laughs> I can tell you it's That was the reunion we wanted. Yes. I mean, you wanted your producer and a rapper together. You thought Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith were going to give it to you. Yeah, summertime no. again, part two. Eh. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Big timers are back. Yeah. And it's glorious. Yeah. It's uh, part of the soundtrack for the Birdman Apple Music documentary, which I do not recommend to go see. Very bad. Yes. <laughs> Very bad. Yes. Uh, it's called Before Everything. Everything. Um, I don't. I don't care if that's actually what it's called. I just want to hear you say that, like ever again. I put it like that extra Southern Baptist, like playing that shit. Like, <laughs> you sound like you want to serve me pancakes. That's what you sound like. Right? Oh God. Um, yeah, Designer Cass gets the name of the song. She's pretty dope. It's really good. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, Birdman still can't really rap. I mean, he. He could kind of, yeah, he could kind of rap, but not in this song. I mean, um, the beats, though. That's, that's all yeah, that really matters. Yeah, Manny Fresh's production still on Fresh, point. like, yo, he's so freaking, I don't I want to say underrated, but that's kind of cliche now. He's not giving his, he's not as appreciated as I think yeah. he probably should as yeah. a community. You know? I, but, and it's interesting also to think, like, when you name influential or important producers you also think consider their legacy and their influences like who you th- who would you say is he has he influenced Manny Fresh yeah literally anybody from New Orleans yeah um definitely bounce music and entire genre he's definitely influenced. Yeah, yeah um I would say a lot of southern producers just in general yeah I mean obviously I'm sure I was just trying not, to think of like a specific one he's not like up there with Tim Blinn or he's not up like he's not like all time like when everybody dies and there's a Mount Rushmore given to the producers, yeah, yeah. his name's not going to be on there. For the South, like a Rushmore oh, for the South. If there's a Rushmore for the South, he's definitely yeah. on it. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's definitely given getting uh, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. He's uh, definitely on my list. I think it's cause just, just because of who he's produced for. Yeah. Uh, he is still that sound. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. it's not like really, I mean, I can't even say what producers have come after him to yeah. really continue making that sound yeah you know? dude what was also crazy to me and just made me think of the dungeon family like mm. the number of hits that they've produced like i didn't know they did fucking waterfalls bro yeah, yeah like yeah. just watch like that's that's crazy to me like how many shit how much shit they did for outcast and then you like know, and hip-hop and you like you know what's even wilder yeah that the fact that the last three outcast albums were all self-produced yeah yeah and then they were just like we're gonna do this shit those are the three best albums that's crazy like, oh, let me not say what's the best outcast. I'll get some angry comments. But Aquamanai... Bring all that. We want all the smoke. Aquamanai, Stankonia, and Love Below uh, slash Speaker Box. Come on, bro. Right. Yeah. Come on, bro. You can send all hate mail to PS4080. <laughs> F-O-R-T-Y. Do we spell 40 right? I think we spelled it our way. And I, I included it. You find story. out. Yeah. You let us know. If we get it, we get it. If we don't... Sometimes Try again. Your teachers can't always be right. Yeah. I mean, they can't always be yeah. right. Yeah. 4080.gmail.com. Um, all right. So this is something uh, we're going to go back. There's a giant elephant in the room, and we'll get to it, at least in my... Well, there's two. In your room? Yeah, right now there's a giant elephant. Okay. Uh, but that's Killer Mike, and I'm going to put Killer Mike slash March for Our Lives. Okay. Um, because they both happened at the same time. Yeah. So if you were living underneath a rock this past weekend... There were uh, some major marches. Uh, a lot of solidarity was happening. Uh, they were following along, following this, the teenagers that survived the shooting attack uh, in Florida. Was it Florida? Yeah. They were in Parkland? Yeah. I think? Yeah. 
following the teens, those teens, you know, organized the march, and it was called March for Our Lives, and it took place all over America. I don't, I'm not sure if there was actually some in, in internationally, but I know it definitely happened in America. Uh, and yeah, my sister marched. Yeah, excuse me? My sister marched. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of teens, you know, a lot of, every, everybody, it was, like, great. It was, like, a multi-generational. Mm-hmm. There was some uh, intersection Dude, some of those signs that I saw made me so sad. Yeah. It's like, we really are in a point where we can't even protect our fucking children. Yeah. Like, settler America would be so disappointed in us. I mean, settler America would be upset for us double-founded. Oh, like, yeah. We can't protect our kids. It's like, like Why what? doesn't everybody have guns? Yeah, right. They're you guys are doing this all wrong. Yeah, Don't you, give you, the crazy people guns. Yeah, you guys are marching for not to have guns? Right. Are you guys crazy? Right. Peacefully marching? More guns. Wild. Anyway. But at that same time, when this is happening, and also, mind you, this is... We're only one week removed from a man in uh, Port, uh, no Sacramento. I I feel so bad. I don't remember. His, I don't have his name mm. on hand. But he was shot in the back. Oh, yeah, shot yeah. twenty times was in the backyard. Was Stefan something? I think it was. And he had Stephon only had Clark. A, yeah, and he had a cell phone on him. Uh, and they thought they said that. that Yo, was, was that really that pose that he was in the picture of him, like sleeping with his kids or some shit? Was that what he was doing? No, I saw some pic- or some some tweet saying like this is what he was doing when he got shot, and he was just like no. sleeping on his couch. No, I think he was outside in his backyard. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but that same when they're both people, a lot of people are marching in solidarity with both of those. And I don't want to say a lot, but yeah. a lot of like African American and Black Americans, uh, kind of had that feeling like okay, this is you know double fold. We'll march with them for solidarity yeah. to protect our kids, but also protect our lives. Uh, from the cops being rash and pulling out guns and murdering people. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. One half of Run the Jewels. One ha- oh, Killer Mike. One half of Run the Jewels. Part of the Dungeon Family. Yeah. Original Atlanta like rapper. I know people that will die for Killer Mike. Yeah. Uh, All around great guy. It's supposed to be the quite part. wise. He's a learned guy. He's yeah. a learned guy. Yeah. All right. He read a book or well two. Well read. Yeah. He read a book or two. Uh, he. Was interviewed by NRA TV. Yeah. Uh, and where he pretty much said, we all need guns. Yeah. I, also, I didn't know the NRA had a TV channel. I yes, don't, do, do we, is that a package you buy into? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, do you, they're on like Roku and... Uh, Roku? Yeah, okay. whatever. Gotcha. All right, whatever. <laughs> we don't have it. It's below <laughs> us. Stop. Right. Uh, you could also do, uh, do that on like some cable packages and stuff like that. Okay. there. But um, he was interviewed by another uh, black guy on NRA TV, and he yeah. pretty much said, I think the one takeaway was that if one of his children decided to march uh, to leave their classroom, oh, yeah, they, could... he would have to, they would have to leave his house. Yeah. Because we're their gun-owning family. Yeah. Now, this kind of brought up, I don't want to say it was, a, it, was, it was a moment of coonery for, for Killer Mike. Yeah. But it was quite the moment of coonery for Killer Mike here. Uh, I wonder when that was taped. It had to been very recently, right? It was. I think it was that day, man. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. I mean, like you said, we mentioned this earlier, but like the fact that he's from the South, mm-hmm. that plays into the mentality of owning a gun. But, and and what he did say, it didn't sound like it was so much taken out of context. Like you, you're very pro gun. He's always been pro gun. Yeah, that's literally he. His first ever one of six. Jesus Christ! His first Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, he pretty much went on like a five ten minute well, long rant about guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said that his wife has like yeah. she has multiple. But guns. then in his apology, it was just like all about like 
Yeah, you know, he, not that. No, no. He said that you know his what he meant by that is because his son's like failing algebra, and if he walked out, he's you know gonna continue failing, and he doesn't want his son failing or some some BS like that and some other things. But you can't separate this killer Mike from the killer Mike that is the black business owner, black banker, black yeah. all this kind of stuff. Yeah, him. yeah. He's never really done much to like i would say oh be portrayed you know what black folks this country has a problem with mm. is they can't their 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 gauge is so off with comparing and relative like evil or bad people mm-hmm. if anything's bad florida man carries just as much weight and attention as a fucking pedo serial pedophile yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like it'll occupy the same amount of mind and it'll get them just as angry and then it'll also disappear just as fast. Yeah. So it's like someone like Killer Mike, who gives a fuck? He's one of the, he's doing good shit for hip hop yeah. and probably people in general yeah. by being a, ba- a black business owner and yeah. shit like that. Black banker, black banker. Right. Yeah. Let's care less about him and care a little bit more about reforming kids like Triple X and Tasio <laughs> who yeah. need attention. Yeah, I mean, dude. It's like, that's so, it's just sad that like I've they get so seen, distracted. I've never seen Killer Mike on any type of video punch a chick straight right. up like after laughing like laughing around then punching a chick yeah and that's what just came out right. this this past right, week right. with a video yeah on the list of 100 things to fix killer mike's maybe 95 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and it's, it's only one aspect of killer mike it's yeah exactly like, oh, killer mike goes yeah, together yeah, yeah, like yeah. yes he goes on some hotel brands yeah. every once in a while but hell who cares a fuck he's not punching women in the face which yeah. is ex- what triple x is doing in which takashi times did he hit her he straight up no he just it was just once but it was, it was like, just once it was like one of those like real yeah, deal like, like bomb yeah like, like and I mean that's just this is I don't know if this is the same girl that was a girl that has it's the case the pregnant yeah yeah I don't I don't know who this is yeah but it was fucked up and then the fact that she was terrified because it came out afterwards you know when she kept doing the Instagram story that she was terrified to come forward because yeah, yeah. of just like you know round two of that yeah or worse yeah i mean what if his what if his team comes i mean if yeah if you fuck with a dude that looks like an alien like he does and you know what he's already done to women you have to be kind of psycho yourself that's crazy man you have to be there's no way and it's just hip-hop has a problem right now i think i think uh you know like you said we kind of as a group of people have a problem but right now hip-hop has a major problem dude it's sad like as we get as i get older it's just like to a certain point, you just kind of give up hope. Is this really the state it's just going to continue to be in? I, I don't know. Domestic abuse has probably been a thing since humans have been a thing. Bro, like, Fab just got arrested for domestic violence. Yeah, this is like... No one is really safe. And safe as in just like falling prey to the shit and acting an idiot. I mean, no... I don't even know what this... But, what they're in danger of. It's more like these women aren't safe, you know? Like, yeah. they, they can't <clears throat> it's It's... Oh, man. Uh, and then you have this new Chris Brown picture that showed up with him choking uh, the, the, the woman. That, yeah. I think it's his girlfriend, right? Is it, it looked like. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, don't keep I need more story. news like Will Smith delivers baby on train or some shit. Dude, hip hop is not built on that. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> it will only be uh, domestic violence yeah. and death. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason this week, uh, you know, we had. Some good news. Uh, we had something that was amazing. We had a special moment that wasn't involving anything negative. That yeah. was actually a shining beacon for a lot of people. Uh, and that's Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. The famed Queens yeah. uh, tr- trio sometimes. Queens. Foursome. 
Queens. They're from Queens. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I thought you were gonna like label them as like queens of something. I was like, what, where are we going with <laughs> you this? You know, man? Queens of the South. Word. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, El Chapo. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Jerobi and them. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we had them together. Um, they released this epic video because if you haven't known, if you didn't know, Fife Dog, uh, he passed away two years ago. Um, I love the ending, the credits. I. And this is what I actually want to talk about. This is supposed to be. Absolutely an amazing video. Everybody that's seen it is talking about how great it is. But here's the fucking issue. What? It is exclusively on Apple Music. I think they're going to probably release it. They will, but after. A- after what? Like how many weeks? I don't know. So the hype, the hype is done? No, it's, no. It's frustrating, no, yes. No, no, I understand that. the frustration. Okay. I, I'm okay I with totally you, don't I'm agree okay with it. I'm okay with you having an, an album be exclusive. Fine. That's but a music tracks. video? Why a music video is different? Why? Tree. No, I'm asking oh, why is it different? Yeah. Because it's a, it's a one-time thing. Like, I... Like I'm not gonna sit there and watch a five minute long epic tribe called Quest. Some video. people rewatch that shit, so probably, but like, come on, majority of people aren't. You know, put on YouTube, boom, 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 boom. It's like so easy. You know, it's so easy. And, yeah. and also what's annoying is I can easily download any album yeah, twice yeah. as fast as I can find a proper stream of a video. That's not gonna be all warped and all that kind of craziness. Okay. It just it's getting to the point now. Why does everything have to be exclusive? It is very frustrating. And it's it's like uh I don't know, it's it's very new in the, in the music industry in the sense like there was never been this kind of barrier to listen or consume music mm-hmm. before like you wouldn't go to like a tower records and be like oh we just don't have this album here but yeah. our other location might yeah <laughs> like that's retarded like i came here for all my music exactly. it's weird that yeah that they're competing streams yeah it sucks i mean this it's it's, it's, it's an inevitable path also that we were on well it's the way that they can continue making their money which yeah. is you know i'm not gonna like oh you you're trying to make money off of me like i'm I know why. Yeah. I, I know why, because the world moves that way. Yeah. But at the same time, like this is this barrier literally is impeding on so many other people's enjoyment of something that used to just be free for everything, everybody. You know what I'm saying? We but keep then saying it's, it's been think about it too. It's also been like compartmentalized to a point that's kind of crazy. But also, it's, it's like a lot of your your probable um, or expected complaints about music now are just matters of inconvenience, which is not a big deal. I mean, I'm a major drive fan. Yeah. Me not being able to see the video because it's locked behind Apple Music. For now. For now, regardless. And it's yeah. the last video ever. Yeah. And I can't see the first days out. Yeah. Kind of pisses me off. Like, like, like I get down, that. Like, deep-seated piss off. I like, get you. If they made the album exclusive, I would still be pissed off. But this is like, this supposed to be a moment, right? Like, this, yeah. is, this is a moment. Yeah, yeah. This is Tribe, you know... They were one of the reasons hip hop moved and transitioned and was allowed to have all these people that are o- as open as they are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you begin with them, and not everybody's allowed to partake in the celebration of their video. That's like, if it was anybody else, like actually, I think that's really what it is to me right now. Is if it was anybody else, like if it was like a Jay Z video, which every Jay Z video is only on title. Yeah. I wouldn't be as offended, but because it's Tribe and what Tribe means to music, not to Apple, fuck that, mm. but they mean to music and to, to hip-hop mm. specifically, that, to have it exclusive in one deal is ridiculous to me. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's just interesting that Tribe also made that decision to do that. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I listen, I think if Fife was still here and I want to do all this kind of like theorizing, mm. if Fife was here, still here, it would not be exclusive. I think. Possible. Uh, anyway. Whoever um, made the decision made the decision. 
I definitely I've seen the video. I definitely recommend everyone to see it. The uh, the ending of it it ends the credits for the whole thing. They play Don't can I kick? Me. They play can I kick it? And then they show a lot of dope pictures of like the group. Um, and then there's there's like this was random. They had a bunch of cameos in the video, and it was just it was very interesting. I, w- I would like to ask the director why he chose to do that because the way they were a part of the video was like so inconsequential. Like they didn't have to do that, but they just had a bunch of them repeat like they were just rapping the hook like different parts of it like all these famous people i don't know like they're dope people they're not just musicians like tani c coates is one of them but i don't know it's just interesting that they did that why not yeah all right so we're about to wrap it up but before we leave we always uh talk about some of the albums and the music that we've been listening to this past couple of weeks oh yeah um uh, let me go back and check what about you uh, so for me, uh, I'm going to actually thank one of the homies, uh, Yumi, for this uh, suggestion. Uh, DJ Tay still tripping. Mm-hmm. Is it tripping? or I think it's just tripping. But phenomenal. You, you know who he is? He was part time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, fire. So many good songs. The way it begins, I think the song's called 2024 or something like that, or 9090. So it's like both songs that have two... Like 2024 and 9090 are both phenomenal songs. Okay. So if I'm wrong in the numbers, just look for those those numbers. Those are great. Yeah, juke music's like hit or miss for me. It is. Like, honestly, once again, it anytime there's a vocal uh, performance on it, I skipped it until Chuck English came because I trust Chuck English. Yeah. But yeah, I should have skipped it any times. Somebody started rapping, skip. Um, I did like the one song called Smokehouse. Okay. That was about it. Um, I also, like I said earlier, I was listening to Tay K Santana. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I shouldn't listen to him because he is a, a murderer. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do listen to DMX and apparently he's... Yeah, do you, do you feel that way about Snoop Dogg? Yeah, Snoop Dogg did murder people, didn't he? Yeah. No, I don't feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's a bunch of other rappers yeah, yeah. I'm sure we listen to well, 50 Cent. That, like... that's, that's an argument that we have to have on a later date. It's right. like, where do we draw the line there? <laughs> But yes, uh, I did listen. I do listen to TK. I listened to him a shit ton this past week. Yeah. Every single time was just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I love my chopper. It's just so fucking funny. Nice. It's so ridiculous. Um, and this ki- this new kid, he's on SoundCloud only. His name is Woozy. I've been trying to get people to listen to him for a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, he has a song called Goody- Goody Bag that's just like, it's just right up my alley. You know, it has like a um, like Knox Fortune kind of vibe. Uh, really well produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vocals are all over the place, mm-hmm. like in a cool way, uh, subdued but not too much. I'm a big fan. Okay. Big fan. I definitely suggest you check that song specifically out. Good yeah. Bag by Uzi. Um, I just listened to The Voids' album, which was really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. It fucking put me in my high school feelings for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And then more singles than projects, I guess. Octavian just dropped a new single today. Hands. It's very oh, good. It? It's really good. Yeah, video's pretty dope too. Nice, nice. Um, let's see what else. Um, oh, I found this uh, kind of indie indie rock band um, that I've been into a lot. H O N N E Hone Han. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, honey. Maybe honey. Maybe. Um, but yeah, they just dropped like a two single project. Um, just strange. You don't see that in hip hop. You don't see like a, a flexi maxi disc or whatever maxi single, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're pretty dope. Um, yeah, I wish we, see, I wish we did see more like single like releases like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
because it like creatively offer artists to like present maybe two sides of a story or like it's like a cool format for a project rappers do better that's mm-hmm. all we're really saying i mean we need to yeah um i guess that wraps it up yes um yes. follow our twitter instagram soundcloud spotify um what else follow our trends mm-hmm. follow start imitating our voices oh, in daily conversations um, sure start dressing our, like us. Make sure you use our catchphrases. Yeah. yeah definitely make sure you yeah. use our catchphrases. Yeah. yeah. Do we have catch? I don't even have a catchphrase. Fucking hey. All right. All right. We said too much already. All right. We'll <laughs> catch yes, you guys next time. Everything's 4080. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good night. One. <laughs>